Welcome to another edition of It's Raining Mets, the CBS 21 weather podcast. I am meteorologist Steve Knight. I will be director of fun and games here for this week's edition of the podcast. And boy, do we have a lot to talk about because uh, it always seems like we've always got a lot to talk about on these podcasts. But, you know, even more so this week because we've got another big blockbuster storm that we have been tracking uh, throughout the week. And I've got a lot of thoughts on this storm and not just thoughts on the storm, but thoughts on how things seem to always play out via our good old friend, social media. Yes, social media is such a valuable tool in some ways, but in other ways, not always the best thing out there in terms of getting out messaging. And of course, I'm specifically referring to weather messaging because, uh, you know, it, it got started early in the week as it always does. You have folks that uh, they know enough to go on to, uh, you know, different websites and and pull some different models and some different snowfall totals. And earlier in the week, uh, there was the European model, which quite frankly has always favored more of a, a westerly track for this storm, which would mean more snow here in Pennsylvania. It has always favored that more westerly track. But uh, starting basically, the drumbeat started late Sunday into Monday. And then by Monday, in a lot of areas, it was kind of game on in terms of uh, the potential for uh, a big blockbuster snowstorm here over the course of the weekend. And what a lot of folks on social media were doing was posting and then reposting uh, a model that showed heavy snow throughout uh, central Pennsylvania and uh, especially Lancaster, Lebanon counties. And uh, this was way in advance of a storm system that would be coming in overnight Friday into Saturday. That looked to be about roughly the time. So what happens then uh, everybody gets all cranked up about the idea that we're going to have a big snowstorm and that spreads like wildfire because, look, quite frankly, there's very little that gets people as stirred up weather-wise on social media as, you know, big snow. Uh, trust me, it moves the meter on social media more than anything else. We could be talking about even tornado uh, potential, uh, possibility of tornado warnings, snow squall warnings, uh, real dangerous weather, flooding, I'm telling you. Nothing gets more traction on social media than, you know, snowfall total maps and talk about big snow. And I get it. It's interesting. People are always wondering, are we going to get a big one? Is it going to be historical? Will it be a shutdown snowstorm? That type of thing. The kind of thing that could keep you snowed in for a weekend. Um, So I get it. But unfortunately, a lot of this information, or in this case, quite frankly, what is misinformation it's out there a little too early. Now, look, sometimes, you know, the, some of that stuff gets out there real early. And then as it gets tracked throughout the week, uh, that winds up verifying. But oftentimes it does not. Uh, long range snowfall total uh, maps are not very good. And oftentimes snowfall total maps, even 48 hours out, can be flawed. Uh, we saw that a couple of weekends ago. If you recall, there was a, a snowstorm that moved in for us overnight Saturday into a Sunday. And there was, you know, a lot of concern about, you know, uh, how much snow we were going to get. And uh, initially, our call, in fact, I feel like I left here on Friday calling for four to eight inches, four to eight inches. Sometimes I say that too fast that it sounds like 48 inches. Calling for four to eight inches of snow over the course of the weekend. And uh, by the time that we got to Saturday, you know, we were trimming that back. When I say we, as a discussion between myself, Tom, and Ed, we were trimming that back to two to four. And it wound up being just over three inches of snow spread out over Saturday night into Sunday. 
big difference between three inches of snow and six inches of snow or eight inches of snow. So, you know, you really have to uh, stay with uh, the current data and the actual forecast track even leading up to an event because these things, they've got a mind of their own. And when you're forecasting, you are well out into the future trying to determine exactly, you know, what forecast path that a storm is going to take. The analogy that I always give is that if you always look at uh, the hurricane forecast cones, and I, I know you folks that follow weather are very familiar with hurricane forecast cones, right? So uh, it'll show five days out from landfall, and it'll show this very wide cone with a line that goes right up the middle. And that's where they think at that given time, the National Hurricane Center, that's where they think the eye of the hurricane is going to make landfall. But you also notice how wide that cone is. As we get closer and closer to the actual hurricane making landfall, the width of that cone shrinks and it gets thinner and thinner and thinner. Well, all weather systems are all the same. So it's the same thing whether it's a nor'easter or whether it's a clipper coming, whatever. Days out, that cone of uncertainty, as we call it, can be very wide. And then as we get closer and closer to the actual event itself, that cone of uncertainty narrows and it becomes what we call now casting as the event is taking place. But look, it is our job to make the best call that we see uh, leading up to an event. That's why the best call that I had on that Friday before that snowstorm was four to eight inches of snow. That's why I left it at noon on Friday when I did my last newscast. Uh, Tom came in Friday night. I believe he trimmed it back to three to six. And then by the time we got to Saturday night, Ed had trimmed it back to two to four. So that's oftentimes how these things play out. Often, you know, as we get closer to the event, more red, uh, good data becomes available. And uh, therefore, sometimes those forecasts can wobble a little bit. All we can do is call it the way we see it at that given moment. And uh, so, you know, when you start talking about these, you know, dramatic snowfall totals uh, that get thrown out there on social media uh, on a Monday, for a storm that's not going to be here until a Saturday or a potential storm that's not going to be here until Saturday. I get why it gets people cranked up, but it's just irresponsible and it just gets people a little too uh, overly concerned about you know potential snowfall. So as we've gone through this week and kind of dialed in this uh, storm here for the weekend, what's become more and more apparent is that uh, this uh, coastal low or nor'easter is going to be one that, for the most part, is going to have some fairly minimal impact for us here in central Pennsylvania. Reason being is it's going to track too far off to our east. The bullseye of this storm, as I sit here, and you know, this podcast drops at noon on Friday. So as I sit here leading up to noon on Friday, I just still see the bullseye of this storm still being a good two, three hundred miles uh, off to our east. It does look like there would be big impacts right along the coast. Uh, there are already blizzard warnings up for both. It's this is amazes me. A blizzard warnings up for both Ocean City, Maryland, and Ocean City, New Jersey. Uh, I don't remember ever seeing that in advance of a nor'easter, where there were already blizzard warnings up for places like Ocean City, New Jersey, and Ocean City, Maryland. And then it looks like uh, current data that I'm looking at looks like uh, there could be nine to maybe ten inches of snow somewhere in that general vicinity in New York City. But then once you get out toward Long Island, you know, even just, uh, you know, 20, 30 miles further uh, off to uh, the east, you're going to see snowfall totals potentially as high as 20 inches. So there's going to be a real sharp cutoff in terms of the haves and the have-nots when we talk about this being a blockbuster system. However, there are going to be 
Some very strong winds associated with this storm. And uh, I do think there will be power outages up and down the 95 corridor. You're going to have snow. And on top of that, you're going to have really strong winds. About the best case that I could make for impacts here in central Pennsylvania would be in Lancaster County and then more specifically eastern Lancaster County. And I talked about that sharp cutoff between the haves and the have-nots. So I could easily see a scenario where eastern Lancaster County could see one to three inches of snow right along that Lancaster-Chester County line. And then you get maybe just a little to the west of Lancaster City, and it's much ado about nothing. Meanwhile, Capital Region, and especially you get out toward Carlisle, Cumberland County, uh, into Adams and Franklin counties, just don't see much impact from this other than the winds. And it is going to be very windy. Uh, we're going to be on the backside of the storm system, and that's where the winds can really kick up. So, you know, especially as the storm not only moves in but pulls away throughout the day on Saturday, that's when we do anticipate uh, the winds really cranking up. And I, I do think we could have some winds around here, 15 to 25 miles per hour throughout the day on your Saturday. On top of that, really cold. This is going to draw in cold air. So we're talking about highs on your Saturday, mid to low 20s, with the wind out of the northwest, generally speaking, at about 20 miles per hour. So we're looking at single-digit wind chills uh, during the daytime even, even during the daytime uh, on your Saturday. So it's going to be a very cold start to the weekend. As that storm system pulls away, the winds for us will settle down on Sunday. Still kind of waffling back and forth in terms of how much sunshine we may see uh, during the day on Sunday. But if I had to guess right now, I would just kind of split the difference and uh, call it partly sunny with perhaps some clouds to start the day, but then uh, more kind of filtering in during the afternoon as our storm system starts to uh, pull away. So it's going to be an interesting weekend. It's still one that we've got firmly in the one-to-watch category, but in terms of local impacts here in central Pennsylvania, I don't think major. Having said that, you know, where this storm does, you know, bring its greatest impacts. And right now that would look to be like uh, Long Island and up through New England, like Providence, uh, Rhode Island, uh, then up through uh, the coast into uh, Boston, Massachusetts, Bangor, Maine. It looks like a major snowstorm. And on top of that, very windy as well. So do anticipate a lot of disruptions and a lot of problems. Uh, up through the New England states. I guess it's one of those years where it's probably a good thing, and I don't know how you fall on your football allegiances, but um, so many times we've gone into championship weekend, and the New England Patriots have been the home team (laughs) trying to get to the Super Bowl. It's probably one of those years where it's a good thing the Patriots are not hosting the AFC championship game this weekend because uh, there could be some real headaches associated with trying to get everybody into an AFC championship game here. Uh, over the weekend. But as we know, that game will be out in Kansas City. And of course, no issues with weather with the NFC Championship game because it's in Los Angeles and uh, with that indoor stadium, that new one at uh, SoFi. But of course, you can catch the AFC Championship game right here on CBS 21, 3 o'clock on uh, Sunday afternoon. I know I'll be hunkered down for it as uh, the Bengals try to uh, see if they're still fitting into Cinderella's slipper and try to pull the upset against Kansas City. Last I saw, I believe they're about a a seven-point underdog. So let's talk a little bit about next week because we do see a warm-up coming our way. That's right, a little bit of a pattern flip. And can't forget that by uh, this time next week, we will already have the prognostication from Punxsutawney Phil. So we'll have to wait and see what he has to say next week in terms of what he thinks in terms of uh, will we have an early spring or will we have six more weeks of winter? I can tell you that in the short term, it is going to get spring-like. As February rolls in, we're going to get a 
a pattern flip and a push of some warmer air. And by Thursday of next week, I think we've got a good chance of seeing our high temperature get as warm as 50 degrees. Now, with that, I do think there will also be some precipitation, but in the form of some rain. So I know we've got a lot of snow piles that have been out there for weeks now because uh, we've been in such a deep freeze and it's been so cold. Well, I do think those are going to be a thing of the past here uh, heading into next week as we get a big push of some warmer air. I'm thinking some mid-40s uh, by Wednesday, even low 40s by Tuesday. So middle of next week, we start the thaw out, we get some melting done, and we do need a gradual melt on the Susquehanna River because the river has frozen over. And the one thing you don't want is a huge spike in temperature and all the river ice breaks up, and that can cause ice jams. And uh, that can be a dangerous situation because natural dams form along the Susquehanna that can lead to uh, areas of flooding. So you want a slow melt, not a real fast melt along the Susquehanna. So that's something that else bears watching here uh, heading into uh, next week. Our January thus far has been very cold. We've had an average high temperature of 36.4 degrees as of the recording of this podcast on uh, Friday the 28th. So you got to go back. I went and looked at the numbers for the last four years. Uh, last year, we had a fairly mild uh, January Boy, two years ago in 2020, our average high temperature was around 44 degrees. So we've been about 8 degrees colder on average each day uh, here this year than we were two years ago. Got to go back to 2019 when we had an average high temperature that was around 37.5 degrees. That was the last time that we had a, a January that was even as remotely as cold as this one. So it has been a cold January, and the irony of all this, of course, is just the fact that this comes on the heels of what was the second warmest December on record here in central PA. So the new year rolled in, and Mother Nature brought us some brand-new weather in terms of some really cold weather and a snowfall for the month so far. Believe it or not, it's been little bites, uh, but we've had around 10 inches of snow so far here in the month of January, which is slightly uh, above average so far for the month. Normally, up until this point, we would have had uh, about 8 inches of snow. So our snowfall amounts, I know we haven't had the big one yet, and uh, this weekend is not shaping up to be the big one, but our snowfall amounts have actually been running a little bit above average, so you'd have to call it a snowy January, and you'd certainly have to call it uh, a very cold January uh, thus far. And I'm uh, just going to wrap up this week with uh, some warmer thoughts, not only, of course, with the warmer temperatures that will be coming in uh, for us by the uh, middle of next week, but I went and took a look. And I'm sure you've all noticed that our sunsets are starting to get uh, a little bit later. Yeah, each day they are starting to get a little bit later by the time that we get to uh, mid-February. So give or take, uh, you know, about 14, 17 days from now, our sunsets will actually be pushed back until 545. So that sounds pretty good, right? Well, it's actually March 2nd of this year that our sunset gets as late as 6 o'clock. And then, da-da, we actually spring forward on the clocks this year, uh, the weekend of the 12th and the 13th of March. So uh, before St. Patty's Day, we're actually going to be springing forward on the clocks. And what that means is that by March 13th, our sunset is like 7.24 p.m. So we will have much more daylight at night. Of course, that means it will be darker in the morning. Uh, but just some more daylight at night, and uh, that the sign of springing forward always means that spring is right around the corner, and that is just 43 days away. So we spring forward 43 days from today. We do spring forward on the clocks, and after we spring forward, then 
It's uh, only a couple of weeks until the official start of spring. And some more good news. Uh, Thursday, yesterday, as I record this podcast, was the first day on the calendar where our average high temperature goes up to 39 degrees. In other words, uh, through early January and then through late January, our average high temperature in central Pennsylvania is 38 degrees. That's as low as it gets during the winter season. And then starting on Thursday or January 27th, in this case, that average high temperature goes up a degree to 39 degrees. And, of course, it continues to climb as we get closer to spring. And then our average high temperature peaks in mid to late July at 87 degrees. So the fancy way of uh, or the easy way of uh, putting what I just told you is to just say that, on average, our coldest time of the year is now behind us and in the rearview mirror. So that is some good news here as we head into a, a bitterly cold weekend and a weekend that is going to be very impactful in terms of this nor'easter uh, up and down that I-95 corridor. Again, continue to stay with us here over the course of the weekend. We'll have more updates for you. Uh, the entire CBS 21 First Warning Weather Team will keep you in the loop, keep you in the know in terms of what we're seeing here heading into the weekend. But uh, other than some strong gusty winds and some really cold temperatures, we just don't see this one being uh, a big snowmaker for us here in central PA, but a big snowmaker right along the coast and especially up through that I-95 corridor. And with that, we'll wrap up another edition of It's Raining Mets. As always, we appreciate your interest in weather. We appreciate you tuning in. And uh, we'll see you on the air and we'll see you online on all of our social media platforms. Stay with us as we stay ahead of this nor'easter and uh, the big warm-up heading into next week. Thanks for listening, everybody.